0: Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Nate.
1: Welcome back on the block for the second hour here on 93.7 three seven, the ticket, theticketfm.com, Thank you all, all of the listeners that have joined in, that have tapped in, that have had a word to say. There's been a few of them that's kind of thrown us oh, for yeah. the loop, but you know we'll Good take that. Though, Good interaction. Um, I really like Jason's perspective because um, one unknown texter basically says, "Hey, you know, you're acting like Mickey already has a job. Wait a second, there, <laughs> we didn't there's that. nobody. Oh. That is nothing has come out of our." our mouth to to say the same. We're just saying, listen, you know, allow the man to to do and step outside yourself and your emotions and get out of your, you know, your own way and just allow yourself to see beyond what you you're only seeing in wins and losses. You know, there's something is so much deeper than that. And that's why I like Jason's response. He says, sorry boys, I meant to text earlier, but in case you are still discussing Mickey is the guy. This is his statement. This isn't ours, so don't, <laughs> oh, you act like you're, no, no that's no, not no, what he no. is. This is what he says. He said this, noticeable leadership that has noticeable change. That's all we're saying. Mm-hmm. We didn't say he had the job. We're just saying, just like Jason, the texter you said. You can see it.
0: Yeah. You
1: can see it. It's not only the wins on the field. This is why I said it's nuance. It isn't just freaking right. wins and losses. Right. It's not only wins on the field that need to be analyzed. Off the field wins are huge. You heard that from Casey Thompson's mouth. So he's only saying he didn't probably even hear that. But we're this is what we're saying. Casey Thompson said there's so much other stuff going on by not going to study hall, by not eating or doing or or not coming to a meeting if you have to meet with the um uh, the 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 um, the trainer the trainers or anything like that and you're showing up late and you're those things he's holding them accountable to right. he's holding them accountable he said in all aspects of the game right that's something that he just said that's huge and then you land one of the top recruits in the in the state in the country out of Malachi Coleman who said yes months after this is the Texas voice not mine. Months after he was clear and direct that Nebraska was a no for him. In that short span of time of this man being here, that's all we're saying. We ain't saying nobody has it. We ain't saying they've signed on the dotted line. We ain't saying none of that. That's all we have basically said. Bam. He said it. And and this was a texter. It wasn't like I called him. It wasn't like I reached out to him on the text and said, hey, man, make sure you say this. (laughs) He said exactly what we've been saying, but just came from a different perspective.
0: (laughs) Dexter still says, Mickey is great, but he hasn't earned anything yet. I think that he's earned our respect. Listen, we're not... I think that people are misinterpreting what we're saying because... Not once have we said. He's and then he the says guy. you guys are
1: operating on emotions. This whoever this is.
0: <laughs>
1: Whatever, my guy. That, I, that, that's your perspective, I and you can understand. believe what you feel. And that
0: that's and that, too that is isn't like, even it. There there are people that have 100 percent said no, he he shouldn't get the job, or people that's saying yes, he absolutely should. We have to see the rest of the season play out. We're not saying too. What we're saying is how we interpret it. You should at least respect and appreciate what he's done. Because Thus there, far, are, there are noticeable changes, it, and, and we're saying noticeable it changes, out. Right. it must play itself
1: out. Right. And all we're saying is allow that process to happen. Don't and, and and even if you were listening, you heard me say, don't don't. You can continue the process if you're Trev. Bring them Which in, he is. evaluate yeah. them, look at them, but just allow the situation to play out. That I even said that out of my own words. So feelings.
0: That is not a feeling statement. So, okay. And that's the thing, too, is that Trev said, I'm going to talk to people. If you hear that I'm talking to him, I probably am. As he should. Yes. As he should. This is Nebraska. Like, we should be able to get a top-tier coach. But you know what? If Mickey Joseph proves that he's that top-tier coach, give him the job. If he doesn't, don't give him the job. All I'm saying is that... From where we were to where we're at now, there is a noticeable, noticeable improvement. Difference. There is a <laughs> night and day difference. If you can't see that, you, then you're <laughs> –
1: like you're, you're, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ray Charles sitting in there uh, or or what's my guy? <laughs> you one of them guys. <laughs> you're, 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 some, you're somebody that just can't see. I mean, that, that, that's emotional to me. If you can't just see that there's – and can't see and acknowledge that there's a noticeable change, nobody here is saying again, let's reiterate again, <laughs> we didn't say Mickey Joseph is the coach, nor no. should he be and the coach.
0: And we're not saying this is Nebraska's end goal and this is where they're going to be. No. All we're saying is that if you have the boat headed to Hawaii, it's at least steered a little bit. Going, to, going to that direction. direction. We didn't say it's on track to get to that <laughs> no, direction, but it's no. heading that way. It's it's wow. headed that way. Somebody, I, just, I I don't know. I I thought we re- reiterated that pretty well. I thought we were clear too. And you. I but hey, who knows? Maybe maybe we weren't. And if we weren't, I apologize. But I think more than anything, he at least I respect the guy. I I think from from what he was given to where Nebraska was to where they're at now, I I at least respect what he.
1: I respect doing. what he's doing. <laughs> and
0: again, this isn't this isn't the end goal, but it's it, it it's. It's headed in the right direction. I don't know. Um, let's change this up a little bit. or, or Honestly, strictly, let, let's just stick here. Let's stick here. We're, Mickey Joseph took to the podium today. Uh, we were going to talk a little bit of, of basketball, some Nebraska basketball, some NBA, but let, let's just kind of stick with this because uh, it seems like we're getting some pretty good interaction from the listeners, and, and Mickey Joseph had quite a bit to say. So, what's on the top of everyone's mind? The offensive line. Let's
2: hear what he had to say. Well, we beat up. You know, we beat up our front. You know, we beat up, we down a couple of starters, but I feel good about them. I feel good about the bye week they had, and I feel, felt good about the practice this morning. So they still giving us really good effort, and they really really um, practicing really hard.
0: Okay. that's I mean, that's kind of all you can really ask for. Uh, unfortunately, listen, I think that's kind of the position Nebraska's in.
1: Listen, Brad, Brad is saying, I, I like what he's saying, night and day, reference to what you see. Noticeable change, night and day. Brad, well said. We're still a bad football team. Yes, we are. Yes, yes. And I and I I basically stated that that it starts. And I tried to give the analogy. I said there's we're like a castle, and the line in the trenches. There's we are bad because we start in the front. Bad. We got work to do. We're still a bad football team. Our offenses basically trade down there somewhere. <laughs> Our defense is whatever it is.
0: Facts. I, I,
1: I don't want to disagree with well, that, Well, they,
0: they still have Anthony Grant, who who has looked good, and, and then they have Casey Tough to run with too. Anthony without no line. Right, it's, and, uh, the, and that's the something. problem. And that's a big brunt of the problem, too. And that, that was kind of Scott Frost's issue as well. That's not even we, – yeah. we can loop in and, into that, the, the offensive line had issues, and that's why we just heard about Mickey Joseph, because that's at the top of everyone's mind is the offensive line. But – it just—I—I I don't think even like, yes, Nebraska isn't a great football team, but like, I a, again, I'll, I'll say it. I think they're headed in the right direction. Yeah, I, I think they are. And Augie says it best too. He says Mickey has energized this team and has shown that he can handle the job. Uh, tired of people thinking Urban or Fickle or anyone else is a better candidate. I don't know, and that—and that's the thing. That's yeah, a, we don't know. That's for Trev. Bring him in. That's for Trev. To Let turn. us see. Yeah, I, th- that's the thing is, I—I think at some point too. You need to have trust and faith in Trev Alberts to make the right decision, mm-hmm. and I, again, he he hasn't been here very long, so there isn't really too much of a track record when it comes to Nebraska athletics. And Trev Alberts, but I have faith that he's going to make the right decision, and if he's if if he comes to terms that Mickey Joseph is the guy, so be it. If he comes to terms that Luke Fickle or I don't know, whoever else, Lance Leipold, whoever you want to throw into that category, if they make the decision that he's the guy, you know what? So be it. I I, I, I trust Trev Alberts in that situation. Um, all right, let's go to this one because I think this one's interesting because we talk about Trey and everybody else. And, again, this is Mickey Joseph. T- spoke to the media today. Uh, so we're, we're hearing from him and then going through some of the stuff that he has to say.
2: Well, it's probably a situation where I went through at LSU. You know, you know, about the fourth game of the season, they started doubling Jefferson. And then Chase went off. Then Terrence Marshall went off. Then Clyde Lair went off. So we're going to have options if they take Trey away. If they try to take Trey away, it's nothing we can do about it. But the other guys know they got to play football if that happens.
0: I I, I like what he says here, and it's an interesting conversation. If you. Are in a situation. Brett Beal, a great coach, great defensive mind. I think that he's probably game plan for Nebraska and watched more film than anybody and has seen that Trey Palmer is the X-Factor. He is the guy on Nebraska's offense, him and Anthony Grant. I, I think with the offensive line issues, Anthony Grant maybe not as as part of that as much. If you take Trey Palmer away, Strick, who is the guy to look out for?
1: I mean, you've got to have Washington step up. You've got to have Elante. Some one of them has got to make plays. Um... I haven't fully seen one of them other than Washington in flashes. Um, you know, I don't know if Volkolec can take a full load of it. I think he can do well. I mean, I know right. he's capable of getting upwards of 80 to 100 yards. But somebody, somebody's going to have to work their butt off and, and take advantage of that. I mean, listen, i throw Ramir Johnson out there. Give him, yeah. you know, give him a look. You know, give him a look. Um but yeah, they need to find it because teams are going to start scheming Trey, and you don't have a strong enough line to no. give you enough time to allow deep posts and comebacks and you know deep deep ends corner routes. You don't have no, you don't have a lot of time to yeah, allow time. those things to develop, and so you know. <laughs> you're going to have to have one of those guys find a way, man. I don't know who it's going to be, but right. for me, it's going to be
0: somebody. And it's an interesting proposition because uh, I don't believe he does anymore after the bye week, but Trey Palmer was leading the the nation in receiving, absolutely torched Purdue. That's something that you're going to have to look out for because these Big Ten defenses are legit. The defenses are only going to get better throughout the season. I mean, you can look at Illinois. They're a top ten defense, are crying out loud. And – you're playing some pretty damn good coaches. I mean, you're yeah. you're playing PJ Fleck, Brett Bielema, uh, John Harbaugh. Like you're you're playing some legit coaches, and they're going to start scheming for that. And, and and it'll be interesting too because uh, the more that teams see from Trey Palmer, the more. They're going to scheme for him. So there's going to be have to be someone to step up. Uh, Strick, I agree with you. I, I think Vokalek's probably a top candidate, Marcus Washington as well. Hell, you could throw Oliver Martin into that group too because I, I think with the offensive line struggles, it might be difficult for, for Anthony Grant to get rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never know. I mean, Anthony Grant is shown flashes where he might be one of the best running backs in the Big Ten. So... Uh, you really don't know, but the offensive line is certainly something that is going to have to address. Uh, this is Mickey Joseph after uh, being asked, "Did this bye week feel different after finding some type of success?"
2: Well, we we had to get him healthy. We had we had to get him some rest. I understand what Casey said in his presser after the game. He needed some. Rest. He needed to rest his body. So what we try to do is be smart with him, you know, during the bye week, you know, and get him out there, but also, you know, take the pads off and take the hitting off him.
0: Uh, thank you for correcting me, Milkman. Uh Jim Harbaugh, excuse me. I said John Harbaugh. Uh no, not the Ravens head coach, Michigan's head coach. Um Strictly walk me through what kind of goes on during a bye week, because I know that we talked about this before, and it came at one of those times that Nebraska really needed it. Mm-hmm. Um I, I know Nebraska's coming off of a loss against Purdue, but it really seemed like Nebraska had built some type of momentum, some type of uh, confidence moving forward, and that's kind of what Mickey Joseph alluded to there. W- what is just kind of the game plan during a bye week for something like this? Because this, this bye week, I think, is very different than the one that they had before.
1: Think, think of bye weeks in, in this analogy. When you're riding, say you're going fishing and you're going on a lake and you're going out and you're looking and you're hunting for the, for the big bass. And there's a hole in the boat. You're out in the middle of the lake. There's a hole in the boat. You're figuring out what what you need to do to get that water out of the ship before it sinks, or to plug the hole, to enable you to get back to shore. Right now, in that bye week, fishing is over. (laughs) We ain't laying out no reels. We ain't trying to catch no bass. Right now, all hands on deck on trying to figure out how to secure this hole or to get that water out of this boat before it sinks. That's what you kind of do on a bye week. Where are the holes? Where are the problems? Where are the major issues that are showing up on our film? What is the areas, the deficient places the, the places that need to be secured and way better based on what we're seeing on this team, where we find that, where can we at least plug this hole? Like, Look, it's not a, a permanent situation. We, can't, we don't have time right now to go into dock and put, build, put new plates on this boat <laughs> to make sure it's, it's full. Right. We just got to plug the hole. That's what they have to do in that time. And then when you get into the week, you got to get into preparation. Now it's everything you've seen. What, where can we exploit? Where can we, you know, uh, uh, find some space? Where can we, uh, uh, based on their setups, whether it's cover two, cover three, man, you know, what situations, what formations, what, what are they showing that can allow me to get our best guy, Trey Palmer, but then also to find some, some, some weaknesses into where we can get some other places and get something done. Same thing on defense. Those are the same things that I think they're doing. I think that's the best way I could explain
0: well, it. Well, let me ask you this, too. Does it worry you now that Henrich is out for the season? Because I, I, we we had talked about yesterday that part of the reason I think that Purdue looks so great on the ground is that you didn't have Henrich, you didn't have Reimer, two guys that have been there, uh, been there, done that type of situation. Well, one of those guys is out, and Luke Reimer is obviously banged up whether he's going to play or not. Um to be honest with you, that worries me a little bit. And, and I know that college football especially is next man up mentality. Yeah. And I get that. But, I mean, you're facing the best rusher in the Big Ten. So, I, I'm not going to lie. It worries me a little bit. But I think that goes into what you're saying is, if you're Nebraska, why not stack the box seven Facts. or eight guys?
1: Facts. Like, all night,
0: dare Illinois all night to dare. beat you on the uh, on the air. You played that in, in high school, air. didn't you? No.
1: What? You, you didn't play truth or dare? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all true play truth to dare. True to dare. Yeah. You listeners on there, you play truth to dare. I'm daring. I'm daring. I'm taking the dare every time right now with what Illinois is going. I'm taking the dare. I want you, to, uh, Aiden O'Connell numbers numbers need to show up <laughs> in this game. I need them throwing forty to fifty times. And I don't think they're I capable to, of doing that. I don't that. think they are, and that's why I'm like, look, I'm I'm doing everything I can to to stop that run game, right. and I You're, know it's... and and frustrate them right. at it. Because a good team's going to say, no, we're going to keep plugging. We're going to keep plugging. Soon it's going to break. Oh, they're not disciplined. That's what they're really – that's what really Illinois say. Okay, they're going to stop us. They're gonna probably going to stop us early. But about the third quarter, we're going to start getting holes. We're going to start – so they're going to stay at it. But that's going to – if we do it right, as we talked about yesterday with Jay Foreman, and we talked about – the discipline and hitting in those gaps, the A's and B's, and being where you're supposed to be, and and just discipline in every way, in every way with your eyes and downhill simplified attacking mode. That'll go well for us. Right. That means clock will be running. They will not get first downs. Their defense will be tired, and we'll be able to take advantage of some situation. I think that's the way you got to look at it. And in that, you might you might get a couple touches. You know, you might get Caleb Caleb or O'Shan or or uh Garrett Nelson come around the side like they did in the in not Purdue in the in the Rutgers game and just get a little little you don't have to you don't have to block it, you don't have to but just get a little hit on the body, cause the ball to just go a little errant, which then you get an interception. You know, that's that's the risk I'm willing to take. I'm willing to play those odds that you're not going to be good enough, you're not going to be precise enough mm-hmm. to beat me in a 40-50 pass game at Illinois.
0: I don't believe it. Because, I mean, that's the thing, too, and <clears throat> I know we talked about this, trick. I'm honestly okay if, if Illinois just lights it up through the air. I'm okay and with they that. they throw for 350 yards, four touchdowns. I, I'm okay with that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then You know what? At that point, you just say, we got beat. We got beat. We got beat. And that happens. And that's okay. But you know what they're trying to do on offense. And Facts. you know who their best player is. Yeah. You know who they're going to try and get the ball. Stop that guy. For crying out loud, I, like, legitimately, and I know it's much easier said than done, but put eight in the box. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? That
1: happened to us in high school. We were supposed to face Calvin Jones. Everybody on that's listening, if you're a longtime Husker fan, you would know who Calvin Jones is. Great running back, played in the NFL some, some years as well. We were supposed to face a central Calvin Jones, and everything in the preparation was geared to stopping him. We did not believe anything about their past game. It was him. He's injured. He doesn't play. Last minute, we found out about some Bryant guy, and we're like, well, who's this? (laughs) And so we start to try to loosen up a little bit, and he goes for almost 200 yards on us. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Listen, I don't care who is back there. It can be him. It can be his brother. It can be his auntie. I don't care. We're stopping that run, Period. That's the way you got to look yeah. at it. We didn't do that,
0: and we got an L on it. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Jeff asked this. Uh, Strick, what if they line up four wide, five wide sometimes? They're going to open us up and spread us out. What do you do in that situation? I think, I think you zone. I, I, zone. I think
1: you zone with eyes in the backfield and make them. So, like a cover one, maybe? Make, uh, well, no, I think, I think you zone them up because you want to have eyes. If you're going to be spread out, you want to have eyes in that backfield.
0: Because that's Enough. still what they're going
1: to try and do. Yes, and, and that's okay. But you want to have eyes because you want to be able – okay, so you know you've got your four-down linemen. You're probably going to have one linebacker. You're probably going to have your nickel and your other linebacker a little bit wide to get some leverage with the tight end or so forth or whatever. If they're, they're four, they're going to be out a little bit. So they're going to at least be inside the tight end but but out there, right? So you want to be able to look in that backfield and see – do I need to leverage this edge? Is he going to be coming at me? Do I need to put a body, get upfield quicker? You know, you got to be able to read those things, but you can't do that in man. Because if you do it in man, you're turning, you're looking, and you're and you running, get burnt. and you get burnt, yeah. and you line and five linebackers, uh, uh, well, four linemen, five linemen against four, four rushers and one linebacker, that's tough. That's a, just an even match. They're just basically saying, we're going to beat you head-to-head. I think they probably win that. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's still focused on the running game, which, I, I again, I – They may even, do it. They may do it. And that, and that's okay. And, and they probably will, too, because I think this probably isn't going to be the first time that a team has tried to stack the box against Brett Bielema since he's been a head coach. I know that for sure. But, again, I, I, I just look at this situation, and I am okay – and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. Four two four six four five six eight five. Starting text line. If you don't agree with me, I'm okay. If if Tommy DeVito just lights up Nebraska, and I, I, I we saw Ryan Linsky do it, and it certainly wasn't fun. We also saw their running their running game go nuts, as Strick would say too. So, I that's where I'm at. And maybe I'm wrong in saying that, but I just I, I know what Brett Bielema is going to try to do. I know what the Illinois offense is going to try and do. Don't let him do that. But it's easier said than done. It's easier said than done. <laughs> it's what she and, yeah,
1: and that's up to a good thing I'm not uh, Bill Bush.
0: Yeah. That is certainly true. And I'm glad not Bill Brush at all because it's going to be a tough test against Illinois. But I really do think, I mean, Nebraska's got a shot at this. They're at home. It's prime time. So uh, another sellout in Memorial Stadium. It, it, it'll be something that's very fascinating. A good defense, good offense in Illinois. But uh, we're going to keep breaking this down. And Jay Foreman's going to be in here in a bit, too, hopping in for the crossover for old school. He, he's great at breaking this stuff down. We'll definitely pick his brain a little bit. But we got to take a quick break on the block 93 send the ticket we'll be right back